Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 508 for comics originally releasing on blah, blah, the blah, 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 blah. May 1st. May the 1st. 2019. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, anything else in the world of comics we need to talk about? We finally have comic sales. Eh, I'm over it. And so we have <laughs> numbers for uh, March, finally, uh, because there's a couple of days left in April. So the good folks at Diamond got off their batuti. And finally, shared some data. Hey! So, we have a little bit of uh, stuff on Comicron. We have um, a breakdown. We've got who won the, the month. We've got a top ten. And then next week, we'll have the full list. So, there finally. I hey, don't know I'm who... shocked by what's number one. Shocked, I tell you. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> well, let's... Not, not, we're not there yet. So, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, of note is Marvel did not win both the dollars and the the uh, issues sales for the month. Yeah, DC took the dollar share. Hey, now, now Marvel still sold more copies because, of course, they they put out more copies. They put out one hundred and forty three books, <laughs> but DC edged them out, and we'll find out why in a second. Why they may have done that. Image is back to its steady Eddie 10% market share, um, which we like to see. Um, did I tell you, uh, Marvel had 40, DC has 34, Image at 10, uh, everybody else 2, 3, 1, nothing. Um, so that's how that goes. For the month, um, we are looking at uh, it's up a lot compared to February, mm -hmm. March is. Um, this this month is up a lot compared to uh, last March, at least in dollars. Um, so we'll, we'll find out why in a second. He's <laughs> uh, <year laughs> not going to bury the lead. <laughs> year to date, uh, we're not selling as many copies, but we're selling them for more money. So that it, uh, money is up again. Yeah. And the the but the fourth the fir whole first quarter is way down. Um, so it's uh, not a great sign, but, uh, you know, maybe we'll turn a corner here with this one. So, now, as you were saying, our number one comic is? Oh, Detective Comics 1000. Yep, Detective Comics 1000 with a nine ninety nine price tag and uh, 15 covers or so. Yeah, no um, takes the top spot, followed by Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight, number one, um, at the second spot. Doomsday Clock, uh, number nine, in third. Both Batmans, Batman 70, 67 and 66, at four and five. Heroes in Crisis, number seven, takes the sixth slot. And then we have some Marvel, Marvel shows up with Amazing Spider-Man 17 at seven. Amazing Spider-Man 18 at 8, Spider-Man City at War at 9, and then <laughs> Justice League number 20 rounds out uh, the top 10. Four out of the top five books, Bat books. Yes, and seven of 10 are DC. Yeah. 
So uh, quite a little resurgence there for those guys. Yeah, no doubt. So here's the short lived, short lived, but impressive. Yeah. So who's the um? Here's the here's the question: How many Detective Comic One Thousands were sold? Oh man, I'm gonna be way off on this because uh, ten bucks a piece. I I don't remember how many friggin' actions uh, were there. Yeah, because I would put it. What I think I would put it more than actions probably. Yeah, I think. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, I think they had a better covers, uh, a little more hype, mm-hmm. better main character. So, yeah, I would too. And I don't remember what that was. I don't remember what that number was. So, what's your <laughs> guess? Uh, let's see. Action Comics. I'm going to say 500,000. You're going to say half a million for Detective. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm going to go under that. 450 something like that. Yeah. 4. 4? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to do that well. Um Batman 50 sold 412,000. Yeah. Yeah. Action 1000 504,000. Well, okay. You might be right then. You're going over 5 and I'm going under. Yes. Um all right. We give me four fifty. I'll go over four fifty. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll, then right. I'll go. I'll I feel go on. better. I feel I'll go better. on. I'll go under that. Um. So you think Batman Who Laughs the Grim Knight? That's got to be one fifty, right? Yep. Doomsday Clock right around a hundred. Yep. Maybe one twelve, one ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what about Batman sixty seven and sixty six? Are they still under? Yep. So it's the top three over a hundred thousand in your mind. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, I'll give it to you. I think I think you might be right on that. There you go. Interesting. Um, and as far as trades are concerned, we got a new Walking Dead volume. It took the top spot as it always does when there's a mm-hmm. new top. Um, we have a, a hardcover on Detective Comics: Eighty Years of Batman. Uh, that's sold really well. Saga, remember, Saga Volume One makes another appearance. Yeah, Monsters. I need to get an. I need to buy another Saga Volume One. I need to pick up some volumes that I'm I'm lacking. You don't have a Volume One? I do, but I loaned it out and never got it back. Yeah, and I missed the days of loaning Saga out, so I need to buy another one just to loan out. I need I need to always have a Hawkeye, uh, Hawkeye Heart, uh, Trade One, a. Uh, American Alien trade and a Saga One trade. I need to have those at all times to loan out because I keep wanting to do that, but not being able to put my hands on the ones I have. Not a Walking Dead one. No. Not a. Not a Southern Bastards one. No. No. Man, those are the three that I like to get to to loan out: okay. Saga, Hawkeye, and American Alien. It's the Fraction Hawkeye. Yes. My my life is a weapon, or whatever it is. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Monstrous, uh, New Wick Div, 7 to Eternity Volume, uh, Vol- Batman, Super Sons, The Polar Shield Project, which was, was the previous Super Sons collection, mm-hmm. uh, Saga Volume 9, and Amera Trade called Tidebreaker. Very cool. So, so we got the the oldest saga and the newest saga both making crack in the top ten. Still there, 
Still doing, yeah. still crazy after all these. Years. Fantastic. Uh, Marvel shipped uh, 99 comics. DC did 66, as did Image. Um, so that's really sad. That Image has to sell as many comics as DC for one third of the of the market share. That's rough. <laughs> but Marvel also has to ship 30 to 40 more than DC to um, and still lose the uh, the dollar the dollar mm-hmm. share. But they'll get it back. Oh yeah. I have back next much month. faith. <laughs> next month. So a total of 477 comics shipped in March. I probably read a hundred of those. <laughs> uh, and there were 387 graphic novels, 17 magazines for a total of 881 items uh, in March that you could have uh, consumed. That's a lot of reading. Yeah. So uh, t- t- and next week we should have uh, the full chart and what all the numbers were. Very cool. Pretty interesting. Absolutely. We'll see how close you were. <laughs> right on, of course. Oh, we did have some um, some feedback of sorts from Eric. I was listening to him on another podcast. He was cheating on us with a, a different <sighs> podcast. I know. And he is suggesting, uh, do you know how um, Lazarus has gone to a quarterly format? Correct. At so it's sixty-four pages, and it's seven ninety-nine, um, and so it's almost three issues jammed in there for twice the price of a single mm-hmm. comic. So it's a pretty good deal, really. Even yes. though you still hate the the, the price, a little you, just, you still you still have some sticker shock. Yep, there. difficult for me to wrap my head around, but yep. it makes yep. mathematical sense. Well, he was discussing uh, a, a a creator he knows. Who name dropper? He didn't. He didn't drop the name. Oh. Um, who at Image has put out uh, ten ten issues of a comic, and using the Image system where you pay for the twenty five hundred dollar fee to launch your comic, and then they you know take care of marketing through previews and all that stuff. He's done that, and then and then he there was a way for them to do the printing, and then they would like loan him the printing money in his account, and then he would pay it off with his sales of his comic. Mm-hmm. And he said it took um close to three years for him to break even. Jeez, on his comic, and that was what kind of sent the germination of the idea that. Maybe the the way for these indie creators to go is to move to a quarterly system because that way they're only ship they're only printing once mm-hmm. and they're not they don't have to print every month they're only printing once every three months um, there's a larger profit margin on that content for them and for the retailers really. And uh, they hopefully, in, in theory, that would allow them to get into the black faster on their books. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of that idea? 
I mean, anything that can help creators be able to make some money in this business and continue to finish storylines and not feel like they can't afford to finish storylines that they have. However, it seems like the death of the floppy comic, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah, because uh, 64 pages is almost a trade to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't read trades. Uh, nothing wrong with it. But I like my material all the time. Yeah. Twice a week or twice a month now. Uh, and I don't, as a reader, I don't like it. I don't want to wait <laughs> that much time. Uh, there was a book that I really loved called Last Song. It mm-hmm. was from a, a very small publisher in the back of previews. Um, and they went, they were doing quarterly. And first issue was fantastic, very meaty, a lot of great stuff in it. I waited, I waited, I waited, I waited. Got second issue. Great, great stuff. I haven't seen the, th- the third issue. Um, it might be due, but because it's quarterly... There's so much time in between that it it could slip through your pre-order cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I mean, you might catch it on FOC, but uh, it's it's just tough. It's tough. I mean, I like the idea and concept for the creator. Um, it, if it helps indie creators do better, um, I don't, of course, want the big two to do this because you know they. They got corporate pockets. They can they can crank it out. Um, but but I I I I was open to the idea. I thought it was an interesting take on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I'm of two minds. Uh, I I'd like to get creators to be able to keep as much money as they can and be able to fill their things. But it's not a floppy comic, so it's not the same to me. Yes, exactly. Well, let's move on to the uh, FOC. FOC, of course, is our final order cutoff. It's our last bite at the app, or our last chance to order books that we missed in our previews and want to try to get before it's too late. We can usually add these about three weeks out or whatnot or subtract them from our order. Drew and I like to comb through it and see if there's anything we need to add, either FOC exclusive or things that we forgot. Eric at Cowabunga Comics curates a wonderful list of this for each weekend that's due by noon on Monday morning, and we will scan through it and tell you our thoughts. Of course, Eric pulls out a few things that he thinks look interesting to his um, his uh, comic goers there. So the first thing that he's pulled out, of course, Batman Last Night on Earth, number one, of course, of three. Uh, normally a $6 book, you're getting it for three, and this is, of course, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. We've got Venom 14. We've got the Marvel Battle Lines variant by Max Lim. A really nice looking Venom. Almost Carnage to me looking uh, looking cover there. Of course, we talked a lot about Rags. Rags number four, the Antarctic Press gem coming out and available at four of seven. Um, so does that, mean, does that mean that Rags number one was available via FOC and we missed it then too? Maybe, maybe. Oh, man. And Faithless number two of five, um, an FOC Moon variant. Boom. Studios. Oh, you like that Faithless, right? You've been, you bought heavy into that, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, so I th- if this is an FOC exclusive, i got to add this too. I can't remember. But those are just a few of the things that Eric likes to add to us. If you need a copy of this list, there are links in the show notes 
to get on the awesome list that Eric is gracious enough to curate for both his customers and anyone else who would like to see these things. So, Drew, let's start at the top with a couple offerings from Dark Horse. You know, if I was a um, Batgirl fan, mm-hmm. like a like a like a like I am with a Moon Knight, yes, yes, I I, I would buy every one of these Josh Middleton V covers yeah. and like frame them. They're yeah. just really glorious. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. So this uh, Batman Last Night on Earth. This is uh, the third bat from the metal thing. Is that what is that who this is? Uh, or is this is this just Grim Knight and Bat Who Laughs? Or is this something different? Yeah, this is something different. Well, I'm confused. That's weird, right? Yeah. That they're... Oh, cause that's Jock. Is that yeah. is that Snyder and Jock with Capullo covers? Yeah. Ah, <sighs> okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna read this this list for you. Bruce Wayne wakes up in Arkham Asylum, young, sane, and he was never Batman. So begins this sprawling tale of the Dark Knight as he embarks on a quest through a devastated DC landscape, featuring a massive cast of familiar faces from the DC universe. As he tries to piece together the mysteries of his past, he must unravel the cause of his terrible future and track down the unspeakable forces that destroyed the world as he knew it. <coughs> we got three issues to do it. Dang it. Okay, I have a question. Um, yeah, you in the so, back. So, we have uh, people turning on Tom King, who's writing the main Batman title. Correct. Um, a lot of people are unhappy with his writing style now. They don't like it. Uh, get a lot of pushback. Uh, sales have dipped below 90,000 at this point. Last we checked. Um, but, but Scott Snyder was writing when he wrote Batman Who Laughs, he was able to reinvigorate, uh, some people's bat interest. Correct. Um, is DC saying... Okay, we can't fire Tom King, but we need you to do your thing as much as possible to fill the void of good Batman for these people that don't like Tom King. I think they're saying if you got stories, we're going to print your stories. Because you'll remember these people also did All-Star Batman, and it was garbage. Who did All-Star Batman? Snyder. Did he? <coughs> I forgot about I think I've blocked that out. But yeah, mark- I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up this. I'm in, and uh, Jock cover B we don't see, but I want it. The uh, Mark Brooks B cover for Detective One Thousand Four, really nice. Very cool. Really nice. Dog Days of Summer, G Willow Wilson, Josh Middleton, blah blah blah. It's a ten dollar. Um, it's essentially the seasonal thing they do. Uh, so. seasonal thing. It's only. Oh yeah, it is ten dollars. Dang, yeah. that's right. That's right. They always are. Yeah. Um, these have gotten kind of worse as they've gone. There was a, a good Christmas one a few years ago. Yeah, and they've kind of sucked progressively ever since then. Uh, we get the final issue of Heroes in Crisis. Oh right. wow! It finished. Uh, 
two issues before Doomsday Clock, which started a year before it, <laughs> or two years before it. Oh, I can't remember. Oh yeah, at this sad. point, so sad. But it finished on time. I'll give you. I'll give you that, Tom King. And it meandered a while, but it's starting to heat up. Issue seven, eight, nine, pretty good. Well, I'm read nine, but. Flash seventy one is another one of those uh, uh, Derek Chu covers, very uh, animated style, very cool. He she did he did the Harley one that we liked so much. Wow, that is very nice. Martian Manhunter continuing to get us creepy weird covers. Even Joshua Middleton giving us the creepy and weird on the V cover there. Superman Leviathan Rising. Brian Michael Bendis. Matt Fraction. Greg Rucka. Mark Andreco. An all-star roster of writers and artists highlighting the new threat of Leviathan. But also... Tease up new ongoing series for Jimmy Olsen by writer Matt Fraction and artist Steve Lieber. And Lois Lane by Rucka with Mike Perkins coming in June. Mm. I like Bendis. I like Fraction. I like Rucka. I don't know that I had thought about Jimmy Olsen by Matt Fraction, but I think I have to be in. Oh, I'm definitely in on that one. Yeah. I don't know that I need to read this before, though. Do but this I? is your first appearance if he's doing something different. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I guess if it's like a special Jimmy Olsen, the first appearance of a new Jimmy Olsen or uh-huh. something. Because if, in this world isn't... I mean, the last Jimmy Olsen, we had black Jimmy Olsen in, in a lot of the comic stuff. I don't, I don't know what, what take we'll have with Fraction on here. We may be a, a completely different iteration of Jimmy Olsen in this one. Or it just might be... I mean, but still, the first Jimmy Olsen's back in, like, the original Superman. Yeah, but we... I mean, there may be other friends or other spinoffs or... You never know. Eh. It might be worth taking a flyer on. Okay, it's six bucks. So, which way do you... You, you don't like... No, it's ten dollars. It's ten dollars. You $10 don't like... Ten dollar book. You're not a fan of that. No, I'm not. So That's why what, I'm not just saying yes from the rooftops. Okay. So it's a no, probably. I'm getting it. Okay. It's a yes, then. Yeah. I think I think I owe Fraction that I, I need to, to just do it. Did you uh, already pre-order it, or am I adding it to your FOC? We're going to add that to the FOC. Okay. Along with that one book that's got the FOC exclusive book theory. Nice yep. Jenny Frizen cover back on Wonder Woman. Sucks there's a gap of non-Frizen covers in that Wonder Woman run. Alright, anything else in DC, sir? No. Head on down to some IDW. Ghost Tree going to a second print. Get it before Ghost Tree 2 comes out. Um, from IDW we have Road of Bones. Uh, Rich Dick. I'm not sure who that is. Um, in 1950s, the, the Siberian Gulag of Kolimar is hell on earth, which is why Roman... All right, these are too big of weird, crazy words. I'm not yeah, gonna... forget it. <laughs> Sorry, I have normal people, and I'll be better. I'm not good at this. Uh, let's see, we have... Yeah, you're right. I don't... Nope. Nope. <laughs> Image Comics. We see a sender going to a second print. That is awesome. 
Assassination 3. You liked the first one. I didn't catch your, your thoughts on the second. Uh, I haven't read it. Cool. But I will. There you go. Uh, and Die, Die, Die's going to multiple printings now. I thought they yeah. were. I thought they'd overprinted the heck out of that. But it looks like at issue 6 and 8 at least, uh, it's normal printing. So... Um, I screwed up here. I didn't realize they were overprinting it, so uh, I have way were, too many. So you were overbuying it. I was overbuying it. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. Drew, you and I love to banter back and forth about the facsimile editions. Um, Alpha Flight? Are we in Marvel? Yep, sorry. Sorry. Yep. Uh, that's fine. Alpha Flight, number one, facsimile edition. Yeah, I see that. It didn't appeal to me. I it didn't, I, either, yeah. I think this is not the mark they need to, to go with for facsimile editions. Yeah, they need. I think they need to try a little harder. Yeah. There's Asgardians of the Galaxy. There you go. With, without a Thor. Yeah. What's the. F uh, nope. Job of the Hut. You yep, think Star I don't Wars, do it? Age of Republic. Job of the Hut. You I think I'll do no. anything? No, these Age of Republic are all one shots, so they're fun. If you're a big fan, keep being a fan and keep reading them. But they're not stirring too much of a pot. True Believers Power Pack Number One. Ah, you got to get that. Ah, I got like six of the regular ones. That's true. That's dope. I don't know why. That's that's it's just I I I always remember that comic always being around. I always had that comic. Uh huh. That's awesome. Need one for Lincoln, or Carson. Oh, there is. There's one in there. Uh, bookshelf. Uh, -huh. uh War of the Realms. War of the Realms. War of the Realms. The realms were the realms were the realms. Is the Venom realms. doing anything wacky in this issue? Wasn't there some new? Was his son going to take over or something? Chaos reigns as Malakish campaign takes over the nine realms, sweeping through Manhattan with desperate battles raging all around them. Quell Malakith's horde. Venom has teamed up with an unlikely group to try and stop Malakith or die trying. No, I guess not. So, uh, is Venom cooled a little bit, or are people still digging it? It's definitely cooled while it's doing War of the Realms. That's for darn sure. Yeah. Alright. Down to some boom stuff. Here's, we got the Faithless. Oh my goodness, my Erotica variant went to a second print. That's a good thing. Cover A went to a second print. That's a good thing. Um, man, I don't... Okay, so I ordered A and B. Yes. There, this looks like it's FOC exclusive. Yes. I need one of those. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that'll give me three. Yeah, okay, cool. Three copies of that, though. Yep. All right. Because, yeah, Faithless looks good. All right. These Savage Shores, number one, going to a fourth print from Vault. Two to a third print, three to a second print. My goodness. Vault's making some money. It's good to see. Mm-hmm. All 
so Rags is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took some time off, seemed like it, didn't it? It does. Seemed like it took a little bit. I think I gotta get a Rags. There you go. And I think that's it. All right, so I am adding the FOC exclusive version of Faithless. Yes. I am adding the... What was I adding? The uh, Where was it at? DC... I, too many things going on. Leviathan Rising Special 1. And I am saying if you're not jumping on for Last Night on Earth, do it and grab the B cover. But you're not adding it. Correct. Because you already have it. Correct. Gotcha. Cool. So that's just our trip down the FOC. And that's just what I like to see. Excellent. Uh, let's shift gears. And uh, CoverPrice.com has released their top 10 best-selling comics for the week of 425, which was two days ago, before we went to see... Avengers. <laughs> it's awesome. So number one is Action Comics 1002. Um, it was reported that this was the first cover appearance of Naomi. Oh. But it's not. Oh. Bendis said that's not true, and therefore it was squashed, but it was too late. It had already sold 90 copies at twelve dollars a piece. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, that that was your number one for the week. Uh, we've got Blackest Night, number seven. There's a one in twenty five variant. Uh, this is uh, the part of the Naomi effect. This is the first appearance of White Lantern, and uh, it's sold for forty two fifty on average, and they sold fourteen of them last week. Uh, Naomi number one continues. It is now up to eighty dollars average. Oh, yeah. Sold a hundred of them uh, last week. Uh, West Coast Avengers number two uh, has the first appearance of Alloy. Um, nice. And it it sold forty copies uh, for double cover. Um, it was a good issue. It's good send off. Uh, the fourth issue of Naomi. Uh, reveals the connection to White Lantern. Spoiler. Um, and it is selling uh, about 150 copies for the week at about $8 a piece. So people are excited about it. Um, already grading it. Uh, it's 80 bucks for uh, 9.8. Major X number one continues to sell. Sold over 100 <laughs> copies of them for $10 a piece. Did you and dump? Have you dumped yours? Uh, no, I haven't got mine yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Blackest Night, number seven. The regular uh, is the first appearance of White Lan Lantern again. And it is uh, averaging twelve fifty, and sold 30 copies. And I'm sure it was a quarter bin book. There you go. Uh, we have War of the Realms, War Scrolls, number one, a Sorrentino variant. Uh, 32 of them sold for 15 bucks. It's just a not that great. It's a picture of Daredevil sliced uh, open horizontally. But it's the first appearance of Daredevil God without fear, supposedly. 
Uh, we got another Naomi number one Lupacino variant selling for $50. Selling actually less than the cover A. So Kyle's rule of always go cover A uh, continues. There you go. Mighty Thor 390 is an in-game tie-in, period. Uh, selling for $22.89. Uh, sold 13 copies. So there's uh, there's tons of these in-game tie-ins where people are excited about it uh, and looking for those original comics. Yeah. So check that stuff out. Hmm. And that's, that's enough for me there. So let's go on to... Um, Sneak peek? The sneak peek, yeah. All right, let's head over to previewedworld.com. May the 1st. We're into May. That should be a good time. And I think we got five weeks releasing in May, so one of them will suck, just FYI. Yep, five. All right, let's start. Drew, I'd love to start. Let's start with image. What's this Gogor thing? This is the weird thing about the the thing underneath the ground that we oh, yeah, keep yeah. looking at, keep going back to, and keep saying no to. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Paper Girls 28, Outcast 41, Walking Dead 191. Words are spoken, alliances are broken, all the trouble that's been brewing in the Commonwealth finally comes to a head. Anything else in image? Mm-mm. Let's head on down to Dark Horse. Nothing. Well, you do, Evan. Oh, wait, wait. You did. You're not Evan. Are you Evan Dorkin? Yeah. No, I'm not. Okay. Says beast of burden, but I didn't under. I don't necessarily know that one. All right, let's head down to IDW. Oh, we're struggling. Yep, this may be the week to skip. This may be the one. No, here we nope. are. Here we go. We're in D.C. It's deceased. <laughs> Tom Taylor. Uh, I read the preview pages on this. <coughs> really good. I'm psyched. I uh, really can't wait for this. My buddy went crazy over this horror variant for issue one, the It tie-in. Yeah, it looks it looks great. It looks great. And Drew, this may be the the time when uh, you and I wimped out on the DC Year of the Villains, going ham on it. We we, we we bailed at the last second on going all in for a quarter apiece. Yeah, we should have um, we should have got that variant, but the price wasn't right. Deceased. Um, the there's another deceased variant. That's that. Did you see that Batman? It's really nice. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Also, also very nice. I like it better than the horror variant. Yeah, Matina. Can't go wrong yeah. with Matina. Yeah, there should be some... Um, I'll have to check eBay, but I, I'm sure there's already pre-sales posted for those... That Cheetah variant uh, for DC's Year of the Villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some nice ones. But yeah, we, we have a few of these coming. But not uh, not enough to get the uh, one in one hundred or one in fifty. Yeah, it was one in one hundred, one fifty, one in twenty five, right? Yeah. Yeah. As of now, we're looking at com- I'm looking at completed listings. Um, a set of four is going for ninety, which is yeah. everything up through the one in five hundred. Yeah, that's not bad. That would cost us seventy five dollars to get those, but yeah. 
Someone's given sixty bucks for the one in five hundred. The cheetah's going for ten, eleven dollars. Ten dollars, eleven dollars, ten dollars, eleven dollars, ten dollars, eleven dollars. Mm. Yeah, one in two fifty is going for fifteen. Someone did pay one fifty for the one in five hundred. Mm. All over the place. That is a beautiful looking cheetah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. Where was I? We were finishing up uh, DC. DC. All right. Let's head on down to Marvel. Second printing of Major X. Deadpool 12, the finale with him and Goodnight. Savage Avengers by Jerry Duggan. Star Wars Han Solo number one, if you want some more of that. Drew, they're already reprinting that Thrawn comic for a dollar. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah. If you're into War of the Realms, Strike Force Dark Elf Realm number one. I'm not seeing a whole lot that sticks out to me, unfortunately. No. In it. Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel Universe three of six. People have been enjoying that. Still really like the humor of it. Paul Shear doing a good job on that one. All right, let's head on down to Dynamites. Nothing. Nope. Boom. And let's see what our smaller publishers have for us this week. Well, there's a Descendant. Um, it's an Aftershock comic. It's Stephanie Phillips doing the writing. Um uh, Ev- Evgeny Bornikov doing the art. I really like the Wando cover. I'm a big fan of Wando's. Um, this is uh, the son of a senator who was kidnapped and uh, the FBI search for that person. Um, looks like it's kind of cool. No, Does it look like they're supernatural? I don't think so. Hmm. Uh, no supernatural elements, so it's just straight up Let's go get the bad guys type thing. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. We've not done well with aftershock spec though. Yeah, nothing's really taken off to the point where it's uh, been exciting. Fallen World from Valiant looks like a Rye book. I'm not into the Rye. I don't know the Rye or the Ray series very lot. Mm-hmm. Bloodshot is on a mission. But if you're into that, heck yeah. More of the same. So, um, Terry Moore's got a new book out called Five Years. Uh, he, of course, uh, runs Abstract Studios and he does all the writing and the art and everything by himself. Um, and this is kind of like taking some of his previous work and weaving them together. So if you remember like Motor was it Motor Girl? 
Yeah, I thought I recognized the gorilla. Okay. Yeah, it's like re- weaving some of these previous things in here. <laughs> Creating the Terryverse. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't. I haven't read all that stuff, so I don't like like know which one Rachel is from Rachel Rising. Uh, I know the gorilla, um, but then there's like Strangers in Paradise and stuff that I don't recognize. So. Um, I don't know. Uh, for for Terry Moore fans, it's gotta be a must read. I'm sure. Um, not sure on its specability though. Drew from uh, F- Source Point Press, Floppy Cop Number One, Dan Doherty, Seth Damoose uh, with a JP Fosjet cover, very old style. Joining the absurd adventures of a cop who is bending over backwards for justice, mostly because he has no spine in his body. But his floppy cop always says, you don't need to have a spine to have guts. Together with a colorful cast of funny characters, Floppy has to solve the puzzles of a new criminal crossword, and Christmas might be ruined in the town of White Trickle Falls. What the serious heck is that? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pass on that, but... Probably interested in hashtag danger from Ahoy Comics. Uh, This is three scientific adventurers who face strange creatures, lost civilizations, and supernatural threats. (laughs) (laughs) They can't help themselves, man. Plus, follow the depressing misadventures of Snelson, an over-the-hill comedian who peaked in the 90s. So did I. (laughs) Laurel and Hardy. Coming out yeah. of the comic, if you were a big Laurel and Hardy person, perhaps. Drew, we have a Black Mask sighting. What? Nobody is in control, number one, from Black Mask Studios. Paul Tucker on art. When Richard sees a man run through his yard, he follows him out of concern. This, the, this deep in the woods, he must be lost, must be in trouble. But soon, it's Richard in peril. As this stranger drags him into a deep, twisted web of conspiracy going back Hundreds of years. You know I love Patrick Kindlin. He's the co-writer of uh, Four Men Walking, or Four Kids. Kids Walking in a Bag, okay. Yeah, yeah. And this one, he has told us there's only four issues, so perhaps you can write four issues. This is a December solicit. Is that right? So are we, uh, are we yeah, already was, late? <laughs> we're late. <laughs> we, didn't, we solicited it without having the first one done. Come on, Black Mask. Uh, why, why do you I, keep doing this? I keep giving him chances, and you can't write this stuff. <laughs> Man, it's not even trying. That's bad. Why would you even solicit if number one isn't done? I mean, right? I agree. I've always agreed. That makes no sense. Oh, Lord. Okay. That's it for me. Drew, this morning podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What's the one thing to make sure you snag this week? Pick up, put in a poly bag, put down in a snap case. Make sure you keep for the future because it is the next Naomi. Drew, what do you got for me? Well, so many good ones to choose from. I'm going to go with hashtag danger, though. Hashtag danger. From Ahoy Comics. There you go. Do we think the uh, we're going to get quite a few deceased? I mean, I was I, that was my other choice was I couldn't decide which cover though. Yeah. So 
the the it cover or the Batman cover. They were both look really good. Yeah. So. I am going deceased, and I'm going with the horror cover, the it homage cover, just because I like it so doggone much. It is so freaking. So those are our picks. If you've got better picks for us this week, if you think you saw something that's a diamond in the rough, let us know. If you agree with our picks, let us know. It's always good to have a little bit of confirmation in there. Be part of the podcast. Tell us what else. If you've got some speculation tips for us, let us know. We appreciate it. Of course, we gave you all the Facebooks, the Instagram, and all the other links earlier. But we can always be found on those things. We thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya.